Hello, and welcome to the Weekly Recap. This is Nick. I am hanging out with our good buddy, Tyler, from Creekside Beer. Tyler, how are you doing this evening? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me back. I much really appreciate it. I'm glad that you could make it on again, because honestly, uh, we always have a blast. I think uh, we've run into each other out in the world a couple of times, and every time we hang out, it's a super fun time. So I'm glad that I didn't have to do like a 30-second monologue or a a minute-long monologue to get this episode rolling, (laughs) because everybody knows Tyler. So we're going to... We're going to roll right into it here this week. Absolutely. Hey, I wanted, just wanted to say, I'm glad you could have me back on, man. Uh, I know people have been clamoring for me to come back on the show, like my mom, <laughs> my dad, uh, Steve from Steve from Hop Nation, and that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> I got to say, uh, I still, I, I so I missed the initial run of Tyler Thinks This Beer Is Good. Uh, I'm actually wearing this Tyler right likes here. this beer. Tyler likes, Tyler likes this beer. <laughs> the worst selling piece of merch in Fuel by Hops history. I, I feel like uh, I, I'm still kicking myself for not buying like the lime green one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Dude, like there was no even had to be two colors. Like I don't know what Ryan was thinking on that one. I know he he dove he dove feet first into the deep end, and he was just like, "Fuck it, let me drown." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I do love the shirt, though. I think that uh, I think that you need to be a little bit more active in the Facebook group, though, to really get the joke dr- like driven home. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> although, like, if you're like a casual fan, like you're not going to get it. Who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> right. Exactly. I mean, you're you're definitely very active in the group, but yeah. if if people aren't like super active, they don't really know who you are, or they don't really like follow along. And I, I mean, I guess the people that listen to us obviously know the story. So yeah, that's that's uh, I guess just icing on the cake but at the same time like the casual craft beer drinker that just joined field by hops because it looked cool does, does not understand that tyler has his own shirt yeah no. like i'm here for, i'm here for chapelle glasses who's this tyler guy exactly and that's a big thing i mean nick has been killing it uh my namesake uh the other nick adams has been killing it with the glassware um the glass play just celebrated two years right and they did the uh, Sours Bitch and, oh, crap. What was the other one? Uh, the, the, shit. It's the Heisenberg one. I can't remember. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know which one you're talking about. Oh, bre- I, breakfast, I see it. breakfast Stouts. That's what it is. Yeah, bre- yeah, yeah. Breakfast Stouts and Sours Bitch are the anniversary glasses. Yeah. Um, I don't know if he has anything up in the shop right now, but I do know that they're like his, his glassware is pretty killer. I have a couple of them. Um, oh, I love it, dude. His stuff's awesome. Yeah. And I, I mean, obviously they're all very like driven to a certain uh, aesthetic, right? Sure. But like the, uh, the Eddie Murphy glass, I think is hilarious. Yeah. And the first, uh, the first Chappelle one he did when Ryan stopped doing it with two by hops, the Sam Jackson one. That's like my favorite glass I have right now. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> How's it taste, glass. bitch? <laughs> <laughs> I do like the, uh, why are there so many hops in this IPA? <laughs> because fuck them. That's why <laughs> the, the pop copy glass, the hop copy, yeah. hop copy is what they call it. Uh, I, that's one of my favorite skits from the Chappelle show is the pop mm. copy. Well, you're going to have to talk to the pop copy president and I, I don't know him. Maybe you could help me out with that. <laughs> just, uh, just a great niche, like, uh, 
theme for the glasses, you know? Yeah. I'd also, I just, I love the name that he came up with for like, for the name of the company. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, like glass play. Come on. That's perfect. It really is. Like it's, I think it's more, it, it it's definitely more memorable than some of the other ones that are out there. Yeah. Like, I mean, obviously like, uh, you, you know, like CM Bryant, you know, like, uh, uh what's his name? Black Ninja. Right. Oh, uh-huh. yeah. Um, but like, there's a couple that are out there that are very like, uh, just like normal, like synth hop and stuff like that. Like they're not yeah. very aesthetically entertaining. Um, mm. Sorry, uh, Sarah just made an appearance in the basement. Uh, hey. hey, Sarah, how are you? I've, I've had beer. <laughs> so you're good then. Yeah. <laughs> and was bored upstairs. Oh, you're not going to bed. Do you want to jump on the mic? I mean, I can make the mic hot. Clearly, I'm not going to bed right now because I'm tired. <laughs> All right, hold on. Wait, let me let me pause this for one second. I'll get her in. Not, All right, so Sarah has joined officially. Here she is. Not not me over here drinking in morning nine two five. That's a very good point. So today is the final day for Dancing Gnome's original tap room to be open, right? Tyler, did you make it this week at all? No, I didn't. I really, really wanted to. I had plans to go there Saturday. Never made it. Planned to come down and see you guys this afternoon. And then I fell asleep watching football and woke up and it was like quarter till six. So uh, (laughs) I will for sure be there on Wednesday, though. I'm actually off this Wednesday. So I'm planning on I'm probably the only person in line before they open on a Wednesday afternoon. (laughs) Because I got nothing better to do. Challenge accepted. I'm going to be there now in front of you. Yeah. So I got to say, um, now that I know that this podcast will not be up before then, yeah. um, Tuesday, they're doing a soft open from four <sighs> to eight. Okay. And uh, Mike so graciously invited us like directly, like we were sitting at the bar on Thursday night and he comes up and he's, you know, beer in hand, partying, having a good time. Like they're, they're doing the send off, right. Literally you know? the best yeah. person in the world. And, and he's like, Hey, so you guys, um, we're only inviting certain people, but like Tuesday, we're going to have a soft open and we would love to have you guys there. And I was like, Oh, thanks buddy. Like, (laughs) (laughs) um, so I'm sure. And I think he said tonight that they're going to put it in the newsletter. Oh, cool. That's going to come out on Tuesday morning. But I assume that it's going to be kind of like a friends and family type only thing. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. And so he has, he's like, yeah, we haven't invited like anybody, but he thought that Andrew was going to put it in the newsletter. So very excited to see the place like in a, in a kind of like early access capacity first. I don't know. Have you seen it? Uh, I've never been inside of you. I've like, I've seen the outside, obviously parking back there and everything. And it looks sick. Yeah. Yeah. I have not been inside. Um, I've heard of, uh, like Ian does tours. Despite begging Ian for a tour. Uh, (laughs) Or Ian did tours for at least like people in the industry, right? Like I'm not saying, I'm not saying like we are industry. I am a person in the industry. (laughs) (laughs) LOL. No, I'm not. But (laughs) yeah, uh, so, so they've, they've taken people in there. Usually it's like bartenders from other breweries or owners and stuff like that. But that's cool. Yeah. So, I'm very excited. I, I cannot wait to just experience the place and know that it's like the like my second home because yeah we go to we go to the original so often right and it just seems like it's one of those things that like it's just hopefully it's just a continuation and not like a different vibe because obviously those guys they're not changing over like uh, P 
people or they're not like selling the company or anything. It's just right. a, a move of location. So right. I assume that it's going to be kind of a cool scene and I, and I'm very excited for it. It's going to be bigger. I think that is the whole thing. Right. Yeah. And I don't know. Is there room for like them to do like an outdoor space? Like they have like the garden behind nine twenty five. That's what we were talking to Ian about today. Cause I was like, Oh, are you guys going to keep the garden open? And he said, no, we're going to move no. everything over. Huh? So, I know, right? That's what I said. I was like, guys, this is too much change. I can't handle it. <laughs> I don't like change. <laughs> I don't like change. Seriously. Give me my bar seat at the end of the bar, around the corner, right by the merch. <laughs> We're lucky I didn't chain myself to it tonight. <laughs> I but, was ill-prepared for that. <laughs> but yeah, the, um, I, I guess they're moving all the garden stuff over to 1025. So I'm assuming that means that they have a spot for it over there. Yeah. I mean, that's a big lot right there that they share with, with that elk. So I'm curious to see how that goes because I've heard that that guy will tow people if they park on that side. Yeah. I've done it. I've done it and not gotten my car towed. So fight the power, I guess. But um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm wondering like, like how that's going to work with them splitting that, that, like, that lot space there. Yeah, I can't imagine that it's going to go well on Wednesday nights when there's bingo. No. Like, they're going to be, they're going to be freaking. Ooh, fighting no. tooth yeah. and nail for that. Like, and I mean, I know most people at dancing gnome co- are comfortable with parking on the street yeah. and like walking a bit. Like nobody really gripes about the parking situation, but like nobody's going to be parking at family dollar and walking down the block. Like, right. Exactly. That's a little bit of a hike. Yeah. So we'll see how it goes. And I, I mean, be respectful of your neighbors. I get that. And I understand that they've been there longer. They're more established. Right. Don't get me wrong. But also, they don't need to be dickheads about it either. No, right? no, like, no, If it's a quiet night for them, then it's probably a busy night for Dancing Gnome because not nobody's going to the VFW on Saturday night and getting blasted for... Oh, it's, I'm sorry. It's a VFW, not an Elks. Yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I wasn't going to correct you because they're basically the same thing. They're I, all I mean, the same thing, now, right? granted, No, I understand that the idea behind them is very different. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I'm not trying to step on anybody's toes. But they're just private clubs, you know? They sort right. of all function with the, the same thing in mind. And I'm not a veteran of foreign wars, and uh, not many people are at this point. But, right. you know, the people that are definitely deserve their, their little time to hang out and drink $1.50 yinglings. We've been in sure, a war absolutely. for 20 goddamn years. Yes. We have people our age, veterans. Of I understand. Wars, I, just I'm not saying, saying <laughs> I wasn't saying that's not a thing. In the wars. I'm just saying that most there of those guys will, will be sitting at, <laughs> <laughs> most of those guys will be sitting at dancing gnome instead I mean, of the VFW. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. No, I don't know about that either. Yeah, that's a fair point. <laughs> <laughs> I, hopped in the, I hopped in the most political podcast of Weekly Recaps history. <laughs> We're not talking about ending the war. I'm going to get myself fired for being on this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're not we're not about to uh, we're not about to step on the toes of our political podcast, which happens at two on Tuesdays at two p.m. <laughs> it's just me screaming taxationist theft into the mic for an hour. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Libertarian Sarah says, "Let's not talk about the Beagles on this podcast this week and the Fed." Uh, <laughs> no, that yeah, that's some fucked up shit. Uh, this whole, I don't like, want to alienate viewers, so I don't get into it. But if you're listening to this and you're curious, check out the bipartisan letter written to Congress about Fauci and the NIH sending money to Syria for very inhumane dog testing on sand fleas. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. It'll put you off your lunch, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Anyways... So back to beer. So back to beer. Yeah, beer. Beer. <laughs> beer. <laughs> we are crushing this uh, nobody's robot 
from the anniversary Dancing Gnome release. I figure this is a good beer to send off 925, right? It is. Officially, they closed their doors at 6 p.m. tonight to be never opened again until they rebrand or re- re- reload the whole place. Um, now, I've heard, and this is wild speculation on my part, but I've heard that they're going to do something with the space sooner rather than later, but it is going to remain dormant for now. So, Tyler, I don't know if you have any insight on that at all, but... I don't. To be honest, you, you probably know better than me at being the, uh, yeah, the, the corner bar man. Uh, no, I have no idea what they're planning on doing with that. I'm sure they'll do, you know, they'll find some, something interesting to occupy that space, you know, but... All I know from a distro standpoint is that a larger space and more production can only be a good thing, you know? Yeah. Their beer, I know as of next week, their beer is opening up to, you'll see it in more places uh, in Western PA. Because I think, as a lot of people know, they're through a wholesaler now. They work with Serene um, to distro their beer, so they don't have to have to be more hands-off with it. Uh, but they've kept it up until now. Their beer has only been distroed to places that they approved on like a list of places that had had their beer prior to them going the wholesale route. Oh, okay. I just got an email on Friday that it's opening up now that they have enough supply for cans, not for kegs quite yet, but for cans to distro further out than they had been. So you'll see them at, I don't know if it'll be quite like Giant Eagles and things like that, um, but you'll see DG in more beer stores, bottle shops, etc. in the Pittsburgh area and beyond. That makes sense. I, I feel like that's <laughs> that's the way that you need to go, especially if you're ramping up production. Yeah. And... I don't know, like, because they've been brewing on the new system for a few months now, right? Or at <clears> least a couple of months. A couple of months, yeah. And I don't know that I've seen any sort of drop-off in their beer. I think that it may be the recipes are n- maybe not the same as they were a couple years ago when they did this stuff. Because, like, uh, for example, we were talking about this before the podcast, Bance, right? Bance is a recipe that's been around for a long time at Dancing Gnome. And this one... When you pour it, it seems lighter to me. Like, we talked about this at the bar earlier, right, Sarah? Like, it we seems did. like a lighter beer we than did, Kevin previously. But it, it doesn't take away from it being a good beer. It's just that, yeah, maybe they're scaling it up to be able to release it to more people or just have more sure. on hand, that kind of thing. Yeah, I'm sure scaling up, can't, can't, I can't imagine, is an easy process either. I know they did a lot of trial and error, I'm sure, before they started releasing beers. I'm sure there are brewing batches that probably got dumped, you know, at the very beginning trying to tweak things. Because it's not just, you know, you don't just double the recipe like you're baking a cake, right? There's a lot of, a lot of you know, tweaking that goes into that when you work on a much larger system than what they had been. So Yeah. Um, and, I mean, then, then you talk about water control. You talk about heat control. You talk about cooling right. and the, the yeast strain and how much yeast. And, like, it, it, there's so many variables that go into making beer that, as you go from like a what they had a five barrel system, I want to say or seven maybe. Okay. Um, in in nine two five, to now they're up to a twenty barrel system, Ooh. in the ten twenty five. And this is this is just me speculating again. I'm not a hundred percent sure what system they're running or what they're doing, but to me that's a that's like you can't just take the recipe and multiply it by how big it's getting. That's right. Like you're saying, it's it's way more trial and error than that it's way more like feeling out what does well what doesn't work what can we do now that we have a bigger system what can't we do because we don't have the small system that kind of thing so it's definitely uh interesting to see but i also like 
the idea that they're consistently making the same beers. Yeah. So like you see the lustrous come up every, uh, uh, very frequently. You see the gravel grinders of the world, like the, the consistent year round beers that they have available are going to be even more available now, you know? Yeah. That's, that can only be a good thing, right? You know, having flagships is awesome, but also I think it means there'll be more variety of other things as well. Uh, I know that Andrew's talked a lot about wanting to do more bloggers and, you know, pilsners and cream ales and things of that nature. Um, that's already started. Um, the past month or so, you can see they've done a couple, you know, they did like Marvel Hearts. Um, they did a Hefeweizen two weeks ago, right? Yep. Um, so you're seeing more stuff like that. But they'll be doing that and the hay sort of concurrently, which is cool. You know, I have something for everyone all the time instead of... You know, if our people complain that they're pretty much consistently a hazy brewery, if you don't like that, you're not going to find anything. It's not the case anymore. No, no. And I think that that's, that's really Andrew shining through, I think. Um, and I mean, Mike, uh, to, to a certain extent, too, he likes the, he likes the clean beers, the, the, yeah. more, the, the more refined or the older styles or whatever. Like alt beer is on tap right now. And they're doing growlers to go, and I'm kicking myself for not getting one because that beer is phenomenal. It's fine, we'll be back. It's a great dark <laughs> lager, like or a great dark German beer. Obviously, it's an old beer, right? Not a lager, but it is. No, I crushed like three of them tonight in yes. my cute Gaston mug. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so they have new mugs for the side pour. They do, and um, I was jealous and wanted one. So Trevor gave me the one that Ian had been drinking out of and was like, here you go, Gaston. Maybe <laughs> like, you wash it first. <laughs> Felt like a badass with my It was clean. It was clean. It was. Uh, they okay. clearly washed it first. <laughs> Not that a germaphobe would have given a fuck. But, it, but, but he know. pulled it from the, ca- like the, from the, uh, the staff section of the, the glass rack. <laughs> so uh, okay. Yeah. DGAF. I'm just gonna be like, guys, <laughs> Guys, I want this glass. <laughs> well, they're going to have them at the new I know, spot, I'm excited. I'm going to so. have to grab one because I like but drinking it's, a mug of beer. The other thing that we found out, and again, we're kind of being very uh, Dancing Gnome-centric this episode. But Listen, I'm being fucking nostalgic. Nostalgic, so right? <laughs> we're waxing philosophical here. Yeah. <laughs> um, so apparently they're going to have a nitro system. And, oh, interesting. And the side pour, the, the lucre from the... Czech Republic, right? So they're going to have a few different tap styles as well as obviously your regulars, but they're um, like Mike really bought into the gravity keg thing that they were doing for Okta. Yeah. So they have a lot of that stuff lined up for the, the, the grand opening and all this other stuff. So they're going to have a good time with it. I think it's going to be, that's really cool. Yeah. I was wondering like what sort of, do you know, they're going to do something like, hype for that like i'm sure there'll be a black clouds on or something like that or the the gravity kegs i'm sure yeah yeah um, definitely um i, so. I can't say 100 percent what's going to be the draft list because i don't know nobody told me anything but like if they don't have a, a black clouds or you know maybe some sort of special release for the week like I yeah think it would be a missed opportunity for them for sure i would be surprised you know they, they seem to they seem to relish in like these like these occasions like that, like, um, I'm trying to think what the last one was. There was one right. over the summer that just randomly there was a black clouds on draft. Um, but yeah, they're pretty good about doing stuff like that, you know? So was I'd be surprised when I line up on Wednesday at, you know, noon, if I don't see, you know, the draft list, I don't see black clouds on the list there. <laughs> if you're there at noon, 
Dude, I'm gonna be hammered by the time they're Honestly, like, I'm Wi-Fi sitting, I could join you. Be sitting on a lawn chair right outside. They're gonna be like in there doing stuff. Like, dude, do you want to just come in? Like, <laughs> we're just not gonna yeah. be aligned today. The first, the first people that get there are gonna be there at like 2 p.m. They're gonna be like, "What the fuck are you doing here?" <laughs> um, I, I would love to see it though. Honestly, if you, if you do do that. Tag us in your story so I can repost it because that's fucking hilarious. Yeah, no, um, I, I'm going to be very active on social media on Wednesday if I do decide to go over and, and line up at Gnome. <laughs> <laughs> you better take some underscores with you then. <laughs> Listen, if you still have underscore, I fuck work, I'm going to join. <gasps> I have a half day on Wednesday. There you go. I'll see you <laughs> there. I have to be logged into work. <laughs> that's easy money. Perfect. Yes. Sign her up. I'm, I'm working I'm on Wednesday, so I will not. Ooh, I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, <laughs> I might be there afterwards, but we're definitely going on Tuesday for the early open. So nice, nice. We'll report back next week with what that went down with. Um, <laughs> but yeah, but like seriously, we were hanging out today, and like the vibes in the tap room were very much like, oh, let's get one more in before they close. You know, like <laughs> everybody was there just having a good time. There was no like. There wasn't a pileup of people, but there was definitely more people on a Sunday afternoon than normal. We were there last oh. week, and there was like six people there. True. At the same time. And then this week, it was like it was packed except for like one table, and yeah. like the bar was full. People are being loud and having fun. And we still sat down at the bar, but like it was a yeah, it was it was a good experience. Like there was just it, it, everybody was in and out. The the garden was bumping. Like it was a good time. Nice. That's awesome. So I missed it. Yeah, if you missed it today, then shame on you. But but it's fine. Go celebrate the open of the new place. I, I'm really pumped to see it. Like I, I just can't wait. Yeah, I'm excited about it. So uh, now, as we were talking, um, I want to shift gears here. I want to talk a little bit off of like outside of the beer realm. Okay, so Sarah came down after. Uh, listening to some music and <laughs> <laughs> so we, we talked a little bit about this uh before the podcast uh so tyler number one have you ever seen rocky horror picture show yes i have okay thank god good <laughs> i've not gone to a midnight show or anything um i've just seen like the movie itself and obviously i'm, I'm missing half of the whole the whole experience of it there, right? Like, right. the movie itself yeah, is not spectacular. Me. Yeah. I don't want to listen to other people sing. That's true. I, w- I would rather see it, like, well done than, like, yeah. uh, like a like a matinee, or like a uh, uh, comedy troupe do it, or, you know, yeah. kind of thing. People like, half as tone deaf as I am singing Right, exactly. <laughs> like, but the original, to me, is just so ridiculous and, like, yeah. unexpected. Like, nobody, like, you can't really... Like, before it came out, nobody was like, oh, yeah, this movie's going to be great. I guarantee it. So, fun fact I learned about this movie. (laughs) No one knew what it was about. So, Meatloaf said, he took this part, and he's he's like, I knew nothing about this movie. Did not know what this movie was about. And then... Tim Curry came out full on Dr. Frankenfurter and Meatloaf is like, I almost left. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we all know Meatloaf, spoiler alert, doesn't last very long in the movie. But yeah, he had no idea, none whatsoever, what this fucking movie was about. And I mean, it's so Tim Curry is. And Tim Curry comes out singing the song <laughs> and he was just like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> so apparently this is out there even for the 70s when y'all were on LSD. Yeah. 
But I mean, it's it's definitely a very like rewatchable movie. It's one you should absolutely watch during the the holiday uh, the the Halloween, Halloween season. This is the holiday season. This is the real yeah the, the real holiday. holiday. It's the, it is Spooky the high season. holidays coming up, babe. <laughs> spooky season. I said it about thirteen times last episode, but it's, <laughs> it, it's spooky season. You should watch the Rocky Horror Picture Show. <laughs> should. Uh, but yeah, we're watching it tonight and I'm sitting there and I'm like singing along to all the songs and I know all the dance moves and <laughs> like, it's just, it's just a fun, stupid, crazy movie that ended up being this wildly cult classic that just classic. is now a regular pop culture classic. Right. So what, what are your, like, I, I guess, I don't know how, how recently have you seen it? Number one. It's been a couple of years. Okay. So it's on Hulu, so you should probably watch it. Okay, well, yeah, well, I got I got one, another week as of today for spooky season, so yep. I can yes. watch it at least two or three times by then. You know? <laughs> now I want to. We're gonna get. We're gonna have you back on after Halloween, and we're gonna make you do all the dance moves on Facetime. <laughs> uh, okay, <laughs> I'll help. That'll be fine. So you better start like memorizing it, practicing in front of the mirror. You know the whole thing. Um, and if less. you're not in a corset, then. <laughs> I don't know if they make it's courses bustier. like my size. I'm sorry, a bustier. It's a bustier. <laughs> Same thing. Or Teddy. Actually, I think Teddy's have like the little skirt things. So and I'm out on like, you know, the lingerie technicalities. But I do want to say it's just a bustier. We've been married for too long. She doesn't yeah. own anything. I don't. Throw it all away. Shit's uncomfortable. <laughs> Only like cute and when you're like. 22. All right, no, this is this is way this is way more than Tyler needs right now, <laughs> or our audience for that matter. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, uh, so, have you ever seen Tim Curry in anything else, Tyler? Yeah, I've seen it plenty of times. That's like my well, favorite okay. role of his. Yeah, yeah, it is um, a it is else? a very easy. Um, he was also in McHale's Navy with Tom Arnold. Okay, I never saw that. Um, so he plays the number two villain in the world. And so it's hilarious. Right. But like, it's, it's a very funny movie. And so the whole time he's like trying to be the number one villain in the world and he keeps like failing or like letting the good guy win over and over (laughs) again. And so like, it's very much the same character, just not in drag. (laughs) Um, That's funny. I'm looking at uh, his Wikipedia right now. He's actually been in more stuff that I would have forgotten about. Um, so he's in, uh, I don't think he was in the movie version of hair, but he was, he did it on, uh, like on Broadway. Um, he was in home alone too. He is the, he's the, he's like the bellhop guy in, in home alone too. Yes. Yes. I remember about that. that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he is, he voices Nigel Thornberry in the wild Thornberry. I do that too. Absolutely. So that's more of my, uh, that's like, right. Yeah. What a, I was, classic. I was a kid. what a classic. I was too old to be watching that, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, we all know it. We're all, I mean, we're, we're very much the, uh, millennial, uh, the aging millennial, let's call it. Shut the fuck up. I'm not, <laughs> I'm absolutely an aging millennial as I bitch about all my sore muscles. It's fine. <laughs> but we've also watched the wild thornberries. So I know that one too. <laughs> yeah, so you guys and I like sort of bookend millennials. My, my, bo- my boss always says, oh, you're Gen Z. I'm like, I don't think so. Like, I'm not going to like, like, you know, I'm not, I'm making TikToks and kicking my, my teacher in the shin. Like. I'm like an adult like, with a job. Like I think I'm, I think I'm more millennial than I am Gen Z. You're also listening to brand new and therefore yeah. a millennial for sure. Yeah, I would say so. I don't think anyone Gen Z's ever heard of brand new. Which brand new album? Ah, uh, your favorite weapon. My yeah, favorite of the oh, theirs. Okay. 
It's fine. It's Dejan fine. Tandu is it's my favorite. It's definitely a close second for me. No, it's um, the first one. No. Deja is a masterpiece. I understand why you think that, but your favorite weapon is better. I mean, don't sleep on Devil and God as well. No, no, yeah. you're right. Yeah. You basically just said, I understand you, but you're fucking wrong. Right. So fuck you. <laughs> also, the Devil and God are raging inside me is also fantastic. I like yeah. da- I like Daisy a lot too, though. They're all good. <laughs> yeah. They're all good. I mean, you can't go wrong with Jesse Lacey's voice. No. Yeah. Even if he is a shit human. The other thing mm-hmm. is, like, May is still touring, and he uh-huh. is part of that, right? Like, is, wasn't he in May? No. He was never in May. Are you sure? As someone who knows that first album, Backwards and Forwards, he was never in May. Okay. He's never involved in May. Well. Fun then I'm wrong. <laughs> I mean, I was shocked to see that May was still touring. They're touring with the Juliana Theory of all fucking people. Which is a mega throwback to our high school days of going to shows and it stuff really because is. the Juliana Theory was here like every other weekend. And so well, you want to be localish? I thought so, but I I didn't want to say it because I wasn't 100% sure. I'm going to I'm going to look. I'm pretty sure they are. I don't know. Localish. Localish. So ish. like Lancaster or <laughs> No, no, no. Closer. Altoona. Latrobe. Latrobe. Okay. Yeah, oh, that's pretty close. Yeah. That is pretty close. So yeah, I would say that they are a local band. Like I would say August Burns Red is a local band. Even though they're from they're Lancaster. They're from Lancaster and Lidditz. Yeah. That's still Pennsylvania. It's still, uh, you know, less than a day's drive. So I would call that localish. You make a, a, a Facebook page called Bands in PA. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> and someone, po- someone posts like brand new or something. It's like, this is a PA band. You can't post this. <laughs> <laughs> new trail. Get the fuck out of here, new trail. Get out of here. <laughs> They still find their way into the, the, the music group as well. Exactly. They're everywhere. They're, They're not everywhere. even a band. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I I know this isn't a, a Pittsburgh beer, but Dogfish Head's really solid. Like, uh, <laughs> the 60 Minute is awesome. Trillium. Trillium makes good beer. Get out of here. You're not mm-hmm. from PA. Speaking of out of PA beers, I, I, one, I don't think I ever mentioned, the first beer I drank today was Quintessence from DG in Allegheny City. Mm. Uh, I, I slammed that because my first beer of the day, and I was a little nervous podcasting and everything. So oh. now I am on beer number two, uh, which our, our buddy Sean hooked me up with. It's uh, New Anthem Thought Police. Yes, New Anthem. This is one that we haven't really talked about on the podcast because I haven't drank any of their beer on the podcast. Uh-huh. But my God, everything he got me was so good. Dude, their beer's amazing. Like, I'm talking. I, I so I mean, I rate beers higher than probably most people should. Me to too. be honest, I'm I'm mostly the four to four and a half guy. Yeah. But this stuff was definitely on the high end of that. Like, I'm talking. All of them were at least four and a halfs. Or, or oh, their beers are incredible, man. Yeah. They're just they're so crushable. Yeah, I don't. I think I told you when we were at the the DG anniversary. Uh, Sean and I have this thing we do where we, we call it uh, uh, Friday Shares. Yeah. So he comes in, he does his, his weekly shopping at Creekside on Fridays. So he comes in, we trade a few beers. And now, because we both have so much beer in our fridge, we started like bringing in beers to drink at the store. So, <laughs> like, tw- like 12, 1 o'clock, I'll like, take his lunch break. He'll come over to Creekside and be like, hey man, your time to crack a couple beers. And like we get like the rest of the team involved as well. It's not like me and him back there drinking by ourselves. So, like, no one ever yells at me about it, but like, yeah, well, like, well, like he brought in like like um, a couple of new anthem hazies. He brought in a bunch of when you went to um, where did you go? Did you go to Mortalis? Yeah, I went to Mortalis and other half. Yeah, so because you guys split all those beers and he only gets one of those, right? So he's like, 
Well, I want to drink it, but I want you guys to have it too. So like, I'll come share them with you guys. Well, so and you he also, get the check in. Yeah. He, he's also had some, I don't want to say health concerns, but he also had some time to like step down his beer intake. So yeah, he likes to split them because then he doesn't have to drink the whole thing. But right. <laughs> it's a lot of sugar in those, in those mortalities. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> you want to talk about a fucking smoothie sour. Those things are, yeah. are thicker than a, a protein shake. Like, <laughs> thicker than a bowl of oatmeal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're delicious. Don't get me wrong. Some of the oh, best sure. sours I've ever had come out of mortalis, but like, man, they are, they are seriously like drinking your cereal at the end yeah, of the bowl. Like, <laughs> That's diabetes in a can right there, dude. Yes. <laughs> Wolford Brimley is rolling over in his yes. grave. <laughs> Did he die? Is he dead? Yes, he is oh, dead. R.I.P. Yeah. That, that wasn't that long ago, though, right? No, so I want to say it was like 2017 or 18. Oh, man. Rest in peace to the king. Yeah. 2020. He died last year. No way. Oh, yeah. Shit. August 2020. Oh, wow. It hasn't even been like, it's been a year and two months. That's nuts. Yeah. He'd been ill with a kidney condition. Sorry to hear that, Wilford. Um, Wait, he didn't have diabetes? No, he did. I mean, oh, sure yeah. <laughs> he, he had type 2 diabetes for, it said, like 50 years. Oh, my gosh. Seems like a long time to manage your diabetes. No wonder he was doing the commercials and everything for, for like, the, you know, like little finger prickers. Right. Yeah, that's, I mean, if you can live that long with it, that's a pretty good run. I'd say so, man. Good for Wilford. So, um, Let's, uh, we're, we're, we're transitioning into the second half of the episode here. Tyler, you guys are a sponsor of a very special event coming up. And I want to spend yes, some time on this because it's soon. It's coming up in two weeks time. There are less than two weeks now, actually. True, true. There's 13 days left to get your tickets. I am in the first session. You're going to be there all day, I assume. No, actually, so the event we're talking about, by the way, is Drink the Cookie Table. Yes, uh, the, sorry. The, the, Fuel by, the Fuel by Hops Beer Festival. Um, so, no. So, as a sponsor of the event, so we're, we're a sponsor. Um, Mike's Beer Bar is, like, the main sponsor. Then Arboretum Trails is involved as well. Um, we've got two tickets for it. We're both, using both of them in the first session, but I actually have a wedding that night. So, it's, it's very funny. I didn't realize it was the same day until, like, a week or so ago. But yeah, so I'm going to a, a, a heavy duty beer festival with a bunch of dessert stouts and sours in the afternoon. I'm going to an open bar wedding after that. So uh, do not call, do not text on Sunday because I will not be doing anything but sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> so his his Sunday schedule is wake up, have scaries, <laughs> go, go, to, go to bed, Br- brush your teeth with a bottle of Jack, get your stomach <laughs> pumped. And then go back to bed. <laughs> yeah. Order $50 worth of Chinese food and watch Netflix all day. <laughs> <laughs> um, you, uh, I got, oh, wow. All right. I'm just going to pause. We're going to restart this whole section right here. <laughs> um, I, I feel, was better. Uh, yeah, I get it. Stop, drop, open up shop, you know. Uh, <laughs> no, no? I know. No? No, I know. You can say your damn... You have a live mic. You can say whatever you want. I was trying to find a good beer. I understand. We're lacking. <laughs> I told you. We're getting low. You said wake up, and I said put on a little makeup. You totally <laughs> ignored my system of a down reference. Yeah, that's true. Come on, let me again. Rude. <laughs> Anyways, I got elk artists. All right, so uh, anyway, what I mean is... So, Drink the Cookie Table is coming up November 6th, right? Um, hopefully, I have this episode up before that. <laughs> 
<laughs> I've been we'll a little see. lacking. No, I'm I'm gonna power down. I'm gonna I'm gonna sit down on Tuesday. I'm gonna get through last week's episode and this episode so I can post them back to back. Um, my my promise to you, the listener, and you won't hear this until I post the episode anyway, so it doesn't fucking matter. Um, <laughs> is to have both of these up by Friday the 29th of October. So. Oh wow. Great turnaround. I love it. Yeah. I'm ex- I, I, I want to get back on track. I feel like I've been lacking, but I also feel like I, I haven't had the mental capacity to do it. And I, I'm, I'm trying to devote myself back to it because this is a lot of fun. I love doing this and I love having the guests on. Uh, Tyler, you've been fantastic. I got to say there, well, are thank some, you. there are some times where I feel like this is kind of a chore and it's never that with a guest. Like when I have a guest on, it's never that way. Guys, um, he's saying that I'm fucking difficult. No, I'm not. So, I mean, let's read between the lines there. That's not what I said. That's not what I said at all. That's why we're um, reading between the lines. That's that's fine. Uh, you can read between the lines right now. <laughs> oh! Just, just right here. <laughs> that's, an, that's an old school school of rock reference right there. I love that. <laughs> yes. Thank you. What a great Jack Black movie. I think it's my favorite Jack Black movie. Uh, you know... That you're probably not wrong. Although Shallow Hal is really good too, I thought. I, I just don't you dare say that. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> don't, please, no, please I'm, tell me that's your kid. <laughs> please tell me you're kidding. No, I was trying to say it with a straight face. I was just kidding. Um, I meant uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm horrified. <laughs> no. Um, shit. What's the other one? Nacho Libre? No, no. Well, I like Nacho Libre a lot because the holiday is a classic. Shit. What's the one with Jason Biggs? And oh, uh, Saving Silverman. Yeah, that one's hilarious. That's not bad. Yeah, it's it's very campy and very stupid. I, the, the whole Neil Diamond thing is hilarious. Yes, yes. The like, Neil like, Diamond They haven't band. sat there for days being like, who is like the most bizarre like out there artist that we could choose to be like obsessed with? Like, Neil fucking Diamond. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that like I mean, if we were having that conversation, I don't know that we would ever get to Neil Diamond as being yeah, the most no, like I don't like nobody's gonna like you're gonna say like uh, I, shit. I don't even know. Like I would say like Asia, but like <laughs> but like they did that with uh, the forty year old version. You have a framed Asia poster, like. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Baron Manilow be another like in the same vein as Neil Diamond that you could pick. Like I'm thinking of other like. Like bizarre, like crooner type, like seventies art, like singers. But like, why would you choose to be like a stand of this guy? <laughs> um, yeah, like <laughs> I can't even think of anybody else that would be more awkward. Like, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, the so the drink the cookie table event. <laughs> Let's, let's get back to this. Sorry, Ryan. This is the worst endorsement of your festival there ever could have been. Right? Uh, <laughs> but you've got some sick-ass collabs coming out of this thing. Like, there are some... Dude, it's going to be crazy. Monstrous, like, cool people are involved with this beer festival. Yes. And, like, and they've got some national recognition from this. Like, like yeah, you've got Dewey. Yeah. You've got The Answer. Uh, who else is the four scores going to be? I know they're PA as well, but they're hype. Um, Duck Donuts. Yes, yeah. Uh, Saris Chocolates. Um, like, I mean, Saris is local, but Duck Donuts is a huge national brand. Oh, yeah. Um, like, 
just and the stuff that these people are coming up with are not just dessert stouts either. Like they're actually like sours. There's uh, a couple of ales and all that. Um, so I have the, I have the list up right now actually. So we got yes yes go through the collabs. So all right, I don't have all the collabs. I just have oh, all the oh, birds okay. that are going to be there. Uh, I can find that as well. But yes, we have four one two abomination abjuration alter genius the answer arboretum trail. Aslan, Bash Brew, Cellarworks, Dewey, Four Points, Four Score, Intergroove Mondays, Prototype, Stolen Sun, Tattered Flag, and Union Brothers. So yeah, that's going to be an incredible fest. Yeah, yeah, it really, like, just those names alone. And then you get into the collaboration beers. And yeah. So I, I have them pulled up here. So collab number one is Pysic Newton, a blonde ale oh, pie. brewed with the Pie Place's famous apple pie. This one is from Alter Genius, The Pie Place, and our good friend, Jen, from Hello Brutiful. Why does it have to be apple pie? I don't know, Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> you might like this one better, though. The No, you won't. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, collab beer number two is Dark Chocolate Stout, brewed with Sarah's Dark Chocolate at Monday's Brewing. Shout out, oh, to, yeah. shout out to Sam. Okay. Uh Number three, this one you might actually be interested in. Uh, it's Tattered Flag and Thick Boys Glassware. Uh, thick with two C's. Oh, I know. Yeah. I know. <laughs> this one is the Salted Caramel Pistachio Macaron Stout. And I said it the French way. To be snooty. Is there one oh. O or two? There's two. Then it's macaroon. Well, then what the fuck is the difference? One O is <laughs> macaron, and it's the little almond sandwich cookie. Macaroons are the coconut Ah, uh, gross. No, I'm just yeah. kidding. Uh, macaroon <laughs> stout, then. That's <laughs> uh, like, are you from Monaco or Manaka? Like, <laughs> all right. So number four is another Nine. one between. Nine guys. Yeah, that's, I, I understand. It's not the same thing. I get it. Uh <laughs> So another one between Tattered Flag and Thick Boy Glass is uh, Custardy Thicky Thick. This is a sour ale with blueberry, coconut, cantaloupe, vanilla, and lactose. This one I might be shying away from. Still going to try it. I don't know if I want to sour with all this. I hate cantaloupe so much. <laughs> yeah, I don't like cantaloupe. I'm still going to drink it. I'm, I'm going to drink I, it I'm, too, but I hate cantaloupe. I'm going to drink every beer they have there, and I'm yes. going to black out. I'm going to black out at this wedding. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how Tyler ruined this wedding. <laughs> yeah. uh, I really don't want really to puke up dessert stats all over my, my only suit. <laughs> <laughs> that now that is the difference between an aging millennial and a new millennial is you only have one suit. I only have, dude. I, I, I was ta- I think I was telling the other day, but I didn't talk about wore a tie when I interviewed at Creekside like two and a half years ago. <laughs> I gotta say, I have five suits and none of them fit me. So. That's the market. So there you aging go. Millennial. Uh, collab beer number five is chocolat. Oblivion. Guys, the French pronunciation is killing me. Yeah, it's chocolate. (laughs) (laughs) Oblivion. All right. Uh, It is Hot Farm and Monomie Chocolat. That's a big boy. It's like 11% or something, right? Uh, It does not say the percent, uh, but it is an imperial dessert stout with salted. I'm going to butcher this one. I can't wait. Coverture. 
close enough. Covert, coverture, <laughs> chocolate, <laughs> and vanilla bean. Uh, we're just gonna like. So I, I hope you guys tune into our Wednesday evening podcast where Nick just pronounces words that he's never seen before. <laughs> uh, it, it airs at nine thirty on Wednesdays, right, right after. Tune in. <laughs> All right. Uh, we're moving on from that. Uh, number six is... Oh, wait. I know all these words. Uh, cherry Chubilee Cookie. Exact name, TBD. Uh, it's a golden ale brewed with Oakmont Bakery's favorite Cherry Chubilee Cookies. Chubilee is different than Chubilee. I promise you. Huh, but you said both of them there. The first really one was the one, and the second one was the two. Yeah, oh, but, but it's it's actually written out differently, though. Differently? That's interesting. Yeah, so the first one actually says Cherry Chubilee Cookie. <laughs> and the second one says Cherry Chubilee Cookies. Uh, huh. This is this is a collab between Inner Groove, which makes some crazy sours. Don't get they me wrong. They do. They really do, yeah. And Oakmont Bakery right down the road from Inner Groove. So, for collab number eight, wait, we missed seven. Hold on. How dare you? Uh, yeah, he did didn't. You just, did you do six twice? I think you said two of them are number six. No, I didn't actually. No, no number five was Chocola Oblivion, okay. and number six was Cherry Chubilee Cookie. Uh, there is no number seven apparently, huh. at, at least on Fueled by Hops. It's a surprise. Facebook or Instagram page. Uh, collab beer number eight, the big one. Okay, this is the one with. Duck Donuts of Westchester uh, and Stolen Sun Brewing. I'm not 100% sure where Stolen Sun is. Yeah, I don't know them. They're east somewhere in PA. I know okay. they're, they're a PA brewery. Um, Exton, Exton, PA. Okay. Uh, but this one is called Quack of Dawn, a pastry stout made with French toast donuts and topped off with cinnamon and maple. That sounds really good. It does. I like, I want to pour it over pancakes is what that sounds like. Uh, You don't like pancakes. Who said? You like pancakes. I like waffles better, but I don't dislike pancakes. Interesting. That's wrong. See, that's wrong. Oh, all right. Well then let's get into it here right now, right here. And right now we're, we're talking about drinking a cookie table. Yeah. But let's talk about the best breakfast breads. Did I say did I say breast there? No, you said breads. You said breads. Yeah, uh, I said the best breakfast, breakfast breads. breads. That you're good. It's a little bit of a tongue twister. But it you're is. Good. How does it tongue twister? All right. So now, um, Eaton Park is my f- uh, frame of reference. Okay. Sure. Let's let's just call be. it what it is. Um, don't stare at me like that. <laughs> <laughs> Sarah's looking at me like, what the fuck do you think <laughs> breakfast food is? Do you even like? Like breakfast food? Yeah, I love breakfast food. You know what? Sarah, are you out on Eaton Park? What was that? Sorry. Are you are you mad at Eaton Park? You, you, are you out on them? Like, no, are you not a fan? Mad at them? She's. I'm sorry. He said, "Are you out at them? Like, oh. are you are you out? Like, yeah, you're you're yeah, out. You're not a fan. You're, you don't want to go there. Like, I never said that. I mean, I will crush your breakfast smile <laughs> in five minutes flat. Not going. No, but I'm saying I'm not going there for sweet breakfast food. Though. On their menu, though, you yeah. get three choices for your breakfast smile, right? Yeah, you're, you're, it's, you're super. It's sunny yeah. cut up eggs, hash browns, and bacon. No, 
No, no, no. I'm still thinking you're you're not understanding the core concept. The super uh oh wait, the super breakfast, what the hell is it called? The, the super griddle smile. No, oh, okay, no. no. I'm sorry. No? I was talking about just a breakfast smile. No, the breakfast the smile is different. It's but, different, okay. But you get uh I don't know so about the super, the super griddle, shit. The super griddle smile because I never got you, the super the big shit. Boy. Yeah, it gets you a, a bread item, which oh, okay. is either French toast, waffles, or pancakes. I will I die on the hill that French toast is fucking disgusting. It's, it gets soggy too fast. It's disgusting. Okay. It's too so, soggy. Yeah. Right. That's I'm, third. I'm picking a waffle. Okay. No, that's definitely number three, right? That's third. Yeah. That's, that's just, that's a given. In my, in my humble opinion, waffles are the best. Yes. I literally wrote a song about it in high school. Waffles are the best. <laughs> Not even kidding you. I own it. the rights to it. I will play it for you. Um, I would love to hear it. Uh, <laughs> Um, as long as you never share it on the internet, it'll be cool. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm gonna put that shit all over. Don't so, <laughs> uh, so waffles are my number one. Pancakes are a close number two. I wouldn't say like a distant number two. They're definitely in the in the conversation. And the 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 French toast is definitely at the bottom. Now, granted, I do occasionally have a hankering for French toast. And Guys, we've been married six years, and I've literally never heard him say this, so they're sad. <laughs> he doesn't even know you anymore. <laughs> I have some, like, pumpkin brioche up in the freezer, which apparently makes really good French toast, so if you want French toast, I'll make it for you, but I'll probably gag the whole time. because Sounds like no one wants it, yeah. No, that, I, I would never want you to make me French toast, because it would be filled with hate and anger. It wouldn't be. <laughs> French it toast. It wouldn't be. <laughs> I fucking hate the shit. Slam, so mad. smash, gross. Yeah, no, let's not do that. No, but I'm saying if we're talking those three, the the three main food food groups of breakfast bread, then it's got to be waffles, pancakes, French toast. Tyler, go. Uh, pancakes, waffles, French toast. It, easily. That's it's not even a debate in in my mind. Pancakes just they're fluffier, like. They, they work better with the things that you add to them than waffles do. When you add things to waffles, like it, I don't know, it, just, it doesn't feel right. Like the only thing you really ever see with waffles is like chocolate chips or some shit. No, dude, you can put anything in a pancake. I mean, it works better with the syrup. It's just all, all in all, from, from from top to bottom, front to back, pancakes over waffles. See, I think you're wrong. I, I you flat are, out, you are, you are, you have never had waffles with a delicious fruit compote before. You've never I mean, had you waffles with top. delicious fried chicken before? Like, I'm okay, just... Okay, yeah, I, for, I forgot about chicken and waffles. I'm lost. Right. I'm lost. <laughs> you, got, you got me there, but that's not, that's not a breakfast food, though. I mean, chicken and waffles, like, in the middle of the day. No, I like chicken and waffles at 4 a.m. when you're fucking slammed. Yeah, you're, like you're blackout drunk at waffle house. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, I gotta say, though... A savory waffle with scallions? Oh. I don't know. I think waffles are definitely more versatile. And I feel like you could make like a freaking taco out of a waffle and it would hold together better than a pancake taco. Depends on your Yeah, no, that's fair. A pancake a pancake taco would fall over. Hey buddy. <laughs> Chewy just wants to be part of the action. She really does. She's uh, like wants to stand headset. on the bar. And she's twenty five and a half pounds and she's really hard to hold up. But get her a quiet. headset. We can we can do four people in this pod. We definitely can. We have the power. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I gotta, I, like, I mean, I understand, I respect the, the idea that pancakes are good, but they're not as good as waffles. In, in my defense, I'm not the biggest fan of any of them, 
I'm an eggs guy, first and foremost, not for breakfast. Eggs are my, my go-to. And that's, that's okay. You know what? I like eggs too, but I also have a very particular need for eggs. You know, like most of the time it's scrambled. I would say 97% of the time I want scrambled eggs. Not dippy? No, no. Although on a sandwich. What a fight this was to get this child to eat dippy eggs. On on a breakfast sandwich, <laughs> yes, I would say absolutely. Give me a squishy, runny, like yeah, yeah. But but if I'm talking like uh, omelet, a plate, a plate right, of them, yeah, just like a plate, like something that you're bringing to me at a, a restaurant, I'm not wanting dippy. I don't want because it's going to be wrong, you know. That's fair, I guess. I there's still, there's a hard time. You have a hard time cooking the eggs properly, I think, in a restaurant setting. I feel like yeah. the best dippy eggs are done at home. But I also feel like some of the food trucks in this city murder the dippy egg on a sandwich. I have not had a good dippy egg from a food truck in this city. I'm sorry. I hate to say it. I, I don't think sparrows are bad. I'm really, really, really... She's God, pickier than me about Damn picky it. Yeah. about certain things. And my eggs are like, nope, just no. Just no, <laughs> no one does it good. <laughs> no, I'm going to do it myself. Thank you. Yeah. Like, just. <laughs> Let me get in The whites are always overdone and they have that gross, like, lacy burnt edge that I hate because it gets rubbery. And then sometimes my yolks are overdone and my yolks can't ever be overdone. Ever. So, Yeah. I'm horrible, and I'd rather just make my eggs at home and throw them away when I fuck them up. <laughs> and that's fair. Yeah, uh, but I, I don't know anybody that likes, like, an over-medium or, like, over... If you like over-hard eggs, I, I want to murder you. <laughs> I feel like you might have a couple of bodies in your basement. Like, that's, that's just you where we're at. You are probably a serial killer if you like over-hard eggs. That's just insane person, yeah. But I also don't like deviled eggs. Oh, dude. Yeah, see, you and I might fight on this one. Um, Cooked yolks are right out. I I don't like hard-boiled eggs. I I, I just, I can't do that. That's crazy, man. I can eat a hard-boiled white. I cannot eat a cooked yolk. It is chalky. (laughs) And I hate it. And Tyler's over the, here like, uh, just, all right, guys, chalk. just, let's just end this. Like, <laughs> no, you give me all the chalk, man. I want all the chalk. That's <laughs> no deviled eggs are like my favorite appetizer, like hors d'oeuvre type thing in the entire world. It is my mother's like signature dish. Every time we've ever gone to any sort of gathering with family or friends, she brings this, this platter of deviled eggs with paprika on them and everything. And without without fail, like I'll probably eat half of them myself. Usually, like she has like two of these little, little like like scored containers like, to carry them in. Without like she'll make them like a day before we go to this, whatever we're going to. There's always at least three or four of them missing before we even leave because my dad and I were just like kick at them because <laughs> deviled eggs are like my my favorite hors d'oeuvre of all time, man. I mean, so it's I like mini quiche. You know? Ooh, mini quiche is good shit. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Anything eggs, man. Anything eggs, I'm in on. <laughs> I get it. I get it. Um, yeah, I, I don't know that, like, because it is a big thing in my family. Like, my dad likes hard-boiled eggs, and he likes deviled eggs, and, like, I just can't, <sighs> I can't do it. Like, I don't, I don't know what it is. I think it's, like, like Sarah said, the consistency, just the, 
the whole thing is just weird to me. Yeah. Um, but looking at this list, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm getting back to the, the collab list here. So uh, apparently Ryan robbed us of number seven. Number seven is going to be a secret, apparently. It's a surprise. <laughs> uh, but all of these scream interesting enough to try, but not um, damning enough to stay away from. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like there are pieces of each that I really want to experience. So Sarah has left us for the evening, uh, but we're still here. We're still talking about drink the cookie table. Uh, this beer festival is going to be absolutely fucking raucous. Like I can't imagine going to a wedding after this event, uh, especially as a sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler, you're you're an idiot. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. I didn't know they were the same day, I swear to God. I thought all week a week ago, I was like, oh my God, dude. Like, I'm going to be so drunk. Where is the wedding? Southside. So I can come back. To, I'm going to have to leave a little bit early from session one. Because uh, the wedding starts at 4.30. I think session one ends at 4. So I'll probably leave like 3, 3.30. Uber back to Southside where I live. Take a shower. Put on a suit. And then it's only like two blocks from my apartment, so I can even walk to the wedding. So I don't have to. My car will not move all weekend long. Good, so. good. That that <laughs> is what we like to hear. Arrive yeah. alive. Honestly, yeah. if you've listened to this, ep- if you've listened to this podcast for any amount of time, one thing that we want to be very honest about, <clears throat> even though we sometimes drink to excess, the idea is be as safe as possible. Okay, get there safe. Get home safe. Do not drive drunk. Do not drive tipsy. Honestly, have a designated driver, take advantage of it, or walk to the wedding. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I know. Uh, I, I, drink, I drink a lot of beer as a as a uh, beer store, you know, beer store employee. It's all, it sort of goes when it comes to territory. But yeah, drinking and driving is something I've never been uh, into and never been a fan of other people doing. Um, yeah, so we went to the, the No Man anniversary a few weeks ago and ended up going to a beer share afterwards that I sort of got invited to at like, the last minute there. I, I left my car at Nome until the next day I went and got it. I Ubered to, to Sarsburg Sunday morning. Uh, yeah, it's better. To, I mean, if I got a parking ticket, so be it. It's better than killing someone or getting a DUI. <laughs> yeah, and it's, it's much cheaper to pay for it's that a whole lot cheaper. Uber. Like, it's a whole lot cheaper. And I'm sure, sure. Yeah, and I'm sure Sharpsburg to Southside probably is what? Maybe 30 bucks. Not even, it was, it was Sunday morning, like, people were like, oh, I don't think anyone Ubers to church, so, <laughs> that, like, 9 a.m. on Sunday morning, like, I was the only one, me and, like, people doing the Walk of Shame, the only ones that were Ubering anywhere, so it was, like, $15, I was more than happy to spend that to go get my car instead of, you know, blackout drunk driving home from the Nome anniversary and making a fool of myself, that was not ever going to be something I even considered. Right, uh, hashtag arrive alive. Um, like it, I like it. So... As uh, as we continue, though, this, this discussion, like the beer list, I don't know what it is yet. We're only two weeks out. I feel like Ryan's going to start dropping more and more hints about what's coming. Um, we know a couple, like, so a couple of the big ones from out of state, maybe not even out of state, but out of the Pittsburgh area that I'm looking forward to are like prototype. Mm-hmm. Uh, never had, I don't think I've ever had anything from them. If I if I'm remembering correctly, I don't think I have either. Yeah, but like uh, the answer, duh, uh, one of the best breweries in the U.S. In yeah, my opinion, absolutely, easily. Um, cool one one of the coolest, most under 
Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, let, let me say m- most unassuming places I've ever been. Uh, have you been? I never have. No, I've never been to Virginia. I've never been to Richmond, Virginia. Oh, I would wow. love to get. I would love to get there. I, mean, I have plans to get there on a, on a beer trip sometime maybe early next year. Um, but yeah, no, I would. I would love to. Yeah. I, again, follow uh, Tyler's journeys on uh, Creekside Beers Instagram page. Uh, <laughs> but you absolutely must get to Richmond, Virginia. Like Richmond yeah. has this this culture about their beer that is like otherworldly. Like it's okay. nuts how how connected these places are. Like I mean uh, even just dropping the names like Answer, Vale, uh uh Triple or what Triple Crossing, yeah. Yes, Triple Crossing. That's it. Yeah. Uh they're they're all within a stone's throw of each other. You can hit all three of them in one day. And, and still be like completely overwhelmed with the amount of beer. But the coolest thing about the answer, it's in a strip mall, number one. And number two, it's like, it's just this basic beige, like just blends in with the background building. Right. Uh-huh. And you walk in and then all of a sudden it's like this, it, it feels like a honky tonk. Cause there's like wood everywhere. <laughs> and like there's hardwood floors. They have like uh like a barricade that goes along like this dance floor looking area that has all the tables. And then there's a fucking stage on the one wall. And you're like, uh, is Darius Rucker going to be playing later? Like, you don't know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but like, it's so cool. They have a great outdoor space. Like, it, it and it's not real big. Don't get me wrong, yeah. but, but it's definitely bigger than like some of the places around here that you go to. Okay, like I, I wouldn't say it's hitchhikers like like Sharpsburg hitchhiker sized. It's yeah. it's more between hitchhiker and dancing gnome nine two five. Right. Okay. Size wise, like it's right in between that. Like it's 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 bigger inside than dancing gnome, but not quite as big as hitchhiker. The hitch. Okay. Interesting. Um, obviously laid out differently, but yeah, the yeah. outdoor space, it's like a deck that, um, that it's has this like big privacy wall and you can sit out there and not be like stared at from the parking lot, which right. is kind of nice. Um, but like you get there on a juice Thursday or something and like everybody's walking around with their crowlers or like their cooler backpacks and shit. <laughs> and it's just a good time. Like, yeah. And they have a fucking list of 65 beers or something like that. Like it's, it's ridiculous. Their tap system and it just, the, the whole experience is just very like homey and like yeah. you, you feel like you're one of the cool kids just sitting at the table, you know? Yeah. And that's, that's the answer to me. Like, I just, I don't know. It's like a, it, it, it really is like just, you have to experience it. And so just being able to have their beers in Pittsburgh in a couple of weeks is just making me so much more excited for this festival. Yeah, no, I'm 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 so excited for this, man. It's I mean, it's been it's been, it's been talked about for six months now. You know, since like this sort of the idea started to float around about doing something based around you know drinking the cooking table. Um, yeah, I'm 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 really excited for it. I mean, there's a ton of awesome locals that are going to be there as well. I mean, Abjuration has become one of my favorite breweries in the city. Uh, I go there once a week. Uh, I pick up our cases that we get at Creekside there on Thursday nights. Throw them in my fridge at home to keep them cold overnight. So I bring them back to the store on Friday. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, uh, you do what you got to do. I mean, you're grinding. You're out there grinding for Absolutely. these little guys. And I mean, 
they deserve it. They really do. Uh, uh, Tom and Dave are some of the nicest people in the industry. Absolutely. Um, they're super fun to hang out with. Like if you're just there hanging out and you want to BS with somebody, Tom will talk your ear off about literally anything. 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 It's like it's rarely ever even about beer either. You know, right? Like, he'll yeah. throw beer in there, like, but like that's like a, that's like like a, on the back burner, man. Like he wants to talk to you about like. Like history and like outer space and like Dungeons yes. and Dragons and shit. His yeah, favorite, his favorite Twilight Zone episode. Like, it, yeah, yeah, it's just the craziest shit. But that, the whole place, the whole experience there is amazing. Man. I love going there and hanging out. All the bartenders are really cool. Like, the other like the assistant brewers they have there. Like when I go on Thursdays, like Taylor's really cool, and like the whole team that Zach, everyone. Yeah, they're they're just an awesome crew there, man. I, I love going to uh, to Abjuration every week. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I've become like the brewery I attend most often, and also sort of by extension one of my favorites in the city because they put out such amazing, like diverse beers. Like they're doing, I always say that they're like mad, mad scientists. They put out like a whole lot of like different, like unique stuff, like sours. I mean, their their stouts are incredible. Um, their their IPAs don't get as much love as some of the other ones around the city, but they're still damn good. You know, they make really good haze. Um, yeah, yeah. I and mean, they. Everything they do is awesome, so I'm looking forward to seeing what they put out for this for this fest. I have a feeling it's going to be something like we're going to stuff 75 pounds of cookies into a five gallon bucket and see yeah. what happens. <laughs> like, yeah, they're just they they just do things to such an extreme that like you have to appreciate the 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 grind, right? Yeah, like, absolutely. I remember when we had them on the podcast, and this was earlier on. This was probably uh, before episode 100, I want to say. Okay. And um, just talking to them, because, like, Ryan was on that. We did the first weekly recap X Fueled by Hops podcast, right? Okay. And so we did it at Abjuration. And, of course, uh, we have Tom sit down. We have freaking uh, Dave sit down. And then they brought in, I think, it, uh, I think his name was Justin. Okay. Uh, he's one of the other brewers there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we talked to him for like maybe like 10 minutes or something. And then Tom came back and he was just, you know, running his mouth because that's what Tom does. But, <laughs> and, and Tom, nothing but love. Honestly, like if you're listening to this, uh, this is absolutely a love letter to you guys. But uh, talking to, I, God, I want to say his name was Justin. I, I cannot yeah, 100% be sure. Uh, yeah. But, in talking to him, he was like, yeah, I had to unwrap, uh, you know, 30 pounds of Jolly Ranchers for a beer. And I'm like, that's fucking awesome. Like, I want to, like, I just want to be a part of that, but I also want to eat 30 pounds of Jolly Ranchers. <laughs> oh, no, they, you know, you had the Skittle beer they did, the sour they did a couple months ago, right? Yes. So they, they bought in bulk, but you, I don't think, they, they couldn't easily buy single flavors of Skittles. They bought like bags of Skittles and yeah, the assistant <laughs> brewers sat there and s- separated out Skittles for like four hours. So they only, they only used like, like red, yellow and orange in the one beer. So he said, like, yeah, we Tom was like, yeah, we have, we have a bucket of purple Skittles down there. If you want some, man. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. Uh, you know, that reminds me of a story from college. Now my, my degree is in uh, sound production, right? Uh-huh. And so one of the things that you learn about in my degree course load was music law and music uh, production and like how, how like people going on tour have to act. Is the and Van Halen rider? The, was it Van Halen? 
Um, the, 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 the Skittles? Yeah, there was yeah. one, and I thought it was Mariah Carey, because Mariah Carey had one that was, like, crazy, too. But she would only eat, like, red Skittles or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, like, they had these, like, so the, the interns at the uh, Palladium or whatever, you know, like, these people that were just, like, they got, sh- they got roped into doing the shittiest job you can imagine. And it was sorting out so that, uh, you know, David Lee Roth only had green Skittles right? and right, Mariah right. Carey only had red Skittles. Like it was just like the, like <laughs> the most ridiculous shit. But and- the whole thing is right. It's, it's that, um, they wanted to see if you were actually reading the rider that they give you, right. Cause, because there's a lot of technical shit in there exactly, that, yeah. that gets dangerous, right? It's like, if the, the light show and the, the, the pyrotechnics had, at Van Halen go awry, someone's going to die. You exactly. Know? Yeah. And that's, and that's the whole point of it is that, that if you know, like if you walk in and they only have Brown M&Ms in the bowl, then you know that they read the fucking rider. Yeah, right? exactly. So that, that was the whole thing. But like these guys take it to a whole <laughs> crazy <laughs> level of 30 pounds of Jolly Rancher, like blue Jolly Ranchers only yeah. getting unwrapped individually. Can you imagine that? Like, that's like, <laughs> You're like, uh, okay, so I got detention this week. So what are we doing? Uh, we're going to write, I will not throw paste in the cafeteria <laughs> a million times on the chalkboard. That's what that's like. That's, that's what it sounds like, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you didn't do anything wrong. You're just doing your job. Right. You just show up to work one day and your boss goes, here's a tub of 30, jo- uh, 30 pounds of Jolly Ranchers. Unfucking wrap them, sort, sort, sort them, them yeah. by color. Are you kidding? Me? <laughs> it's like it's like if somebody handed you the two packs of Starburst and said, "I only want the yellow ones," and they don't put the yellow ones in there. They give you the all reds, yeah, and they're like, "Yeah, go ahead and find a yellow one." And you're sitting there for days trying to find a yellow one, and then you read the package <laughs> and it says, uh, "Oops, all red" or whatever the fuck the, <laughs> yeah. or uh, it's it's flavor reds. Is what yeah. it is. Flavor ads. <laughs> and you're like, you son of a bitch. Like, <laughs> and that's, uh, that just seems like what, like you wake up Monday morning and you're like, oh man, I'm so, I'm so happy. I get to work at a brewery today. Bah, bah, bah. No, you have to unwrap Jolly Ranchers all day. You bitch. Like, it's not all glamorous. You know? <laughs> um, I've never worked oh, in a brewery. Funny. I've never done. I, I mean, I've brewed beer, but it's also been homebrew and it's been super shit. <laughs> I've never homebrewed actually. I've always wanted to, but uh, um, honestly, uh, don't meet your heroes. But yeah, that's all I'll say about that. Uh, I, I do. I love the guys that put in the work, and I absolutely love talking to brewers. Speaking of which, uh, I did talk to Katie and Trevor from Dancing Gnome, and uh, we're going to have them on a podcast coming up here nice. soon. So don't don't quote me on when, but throughout the holidays here. Um, I know Trevor and Katie are both celebrating a birthday coming up here soon. And so we're going to try to maybe kind of lump them into the, the guest host podcast section here as we're looking That's for awesome. a new host, but new permanent. Yeah. Uh, yeah. How am, I doing? How am I doing on my audition, by the way? Uh, I thought you took your name out of the running actually with, That's uh, fair. <laughs> um, uh, just, just because of the facial hair alone. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we look too similar. Yeah. <laughs> I need a clean shaven dude. Uh, sorry. Just, just going to throw I'm out. out. <laughs> for, that, for that reason, I am out. <laughs> All right, Mark Cuban, calm down. Uh, but yeah. Uh, so 
Tyler, you're doing fantastically for your audition for well, thank you. podcast thank you. host replacement. Um, we, we sorely miss Alex. Um, although he's doing just fine. He got a new job. He's, he's actually uh, excelling at life right now. That's outside awesome. Of the podcast. So very- I was going to say the last time that I was on the first time I, I was on, it was all, it was all three of the brothers. You know, I got the whole experience. Oh know? my God. That's right. Yeah, I got, I got Jake too. Yeah. That was like one of the, like the final episodes that Jake was on in the past year. Yeah. Um, that was a great time though. That was, man. That was a, that was a long, uh, that was a long podcast. We did like an hour and a half on the main and then we did extra credit too. Yeah. Yeah. We did a bonus episode. That was nice. Yeah. Um, gotta say, uh, this one's probably a little bit more beer focused than that one was. <laughs> yeah. It was all over the place. <laughs> it was. <laughs> um, I guess, uh, so we are right now we're sitting at probably about an hour, maybe hour 15. Uh, is there anything else that you wanted to touch on as far as like either business related, personal related, uh, beer related, whatever, whatever's in your mind right now? Um, I guess before I let you answer that, think about it, we're going to come back to it, but I need, okay. we need to keep this whole guest train rolling. So I need you to pull up your emojis. Okay. Uh, so let's do a, a mind, uh, like a palate cleanser for your brain. Okay. And then we'll get into what you want to finish up with this episode. Okay. Okay. All right. So let's talk top five emojis. I'm going to do mine too, because I haven't done this in a long time and okay. I just got a new phone. So it's probably all fucked up. Nice. So let's, <coughs> uh, let's talk emojis. Uh, first off, I guess your top five, you're on an iPhone, right? It's on the left, yeah. the, le- the left column when you're looking at the emoji keyboard. Okay. So, my top five favorite emojis. Uh, let's see here. So, everyone's favorite emoji, the laughing eyes emoji, is my number one. Everyone, I, I would, I would say probably ninety percent of people have that as their number one. No, wait. Um, no, there's, there's a few different versions of that one. Is that the, the tears coming out the sides? With yeah, the, the sides of the eyes. Okay. Yeah, the, the, right. the laughing, crying emoji. Uh, then the fire emoji, which I never really used before. But I've been using a lot more on like my tweets, like for like for the for Creekside. So that's become a lot more more prevalent. Um, so in a similar vein, the uh, cheersing beers, which I put on just about every tweet I've ever put out for the past three years. So <laughs> I'm willing to if you, if you could search by emojis by like by account, I've probably used the cheersing beers emoji ten thousand times working for Creekside. As you um, should, as you yeah. should, because you guys get some fire beers and you should be sharing them with your friends. I'd say so, right? Like it's fair. Um, the cry, the actual crying emoji, like the tears streaming straight down your face. But I usually use it again in like the, the laughing, crying. You know, not like I'm not not sad. You know, uh, so that's my number four. And then the peep eyes. You know, like just the eyes peeping is like my uh, my number f- my number five yep. emoji. I know exactly. I know exactly what you're talking about. Uh, so. I guess my rundown real quick here. So you went one to five, right? You went top, did, yes. top, top to bottom. All right. I'll go top yes. to bottom as well then. Uh, so mine is the crying eyes laughing, but tilted, yep. tilted to the side. Okay. Right. Cause I think that one's like so much fun. Oh my God. This is so much funnier. Like when it's turned to the side, like I, I lost my control <laughs> of my neck. Right. <laughs> uh, my second one is the rock on symbol. Because everything, okay. anything that's good is, yeah, let's, let's, you know, throw the devil horns up. Right. Uh, my third one is the crying emoji, but like crying, laughing most of the time, or like, Oh, the dog just pooped in my bed, like crying, <laughs> you know? Uh, 
Number four is the black heart emoji. I send the black heart anytime anything's good, pretty much. Okay, I so like it. That's uh, that's my that's my like even keel heart emoji. Like if I send you a yellow heart, something's wrong. If I send you a, a purple heart, then you better be in uh, the armed forces or something. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, my my final and fifth emoji is the shrug emoji, but with the blonde guy because he doesn't fucking know, you know. Hey, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's that's really it. Uh, do you have a favorite in your like frequently used that is not in the top five? Yes. So it's not one; it's three in tandem. Uh, it's become a huge favorite of mine and my friends oh, recently. No. <laughs> it's like the, it's like the real sad eyes, you know, like like the the big like black eyes, like with like the tears glistening. Yeah. And then like the two fingers pointing at one another. (laughs) (laughs) What if, what if was for me, you know, (laughs) that's for me. I I can, I can understand the, (laughs) yeah, I I use those quite a bit. (laughs) Uh, So the one that, that I like in my frequency list right now is the crazy eyes. But, uh-huh. but not like the cross-eyed one, but like the one that has the spirals for eyes. Okay. It's a, it's a new emoji. That's a new one. Yeah. I got to, I got to show it to you because I, I don't think you know what I'm talking about. No, I do. I just found it on here with the, with okay. the cir- it's like, it's spinning and spinning. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the dizzy eyes with like the Charlie Brown t-shirt mouth. <laughs> um, that one just makes me like, I don't want to say confused, but if I'm like, I don't know what to say here then yeah. that's, that's the one I'm going with. Like, you know, my friend tells me he just got dumped. All right, cool. Whatever. Here's your crazy. I don't know what to say. Eyes. Uh, <laughs> that's funny. That that one to me is like, like you're tripping on like psychedelics or something. Yeah, that's, and that's, I think what it's supposed to be meant for, but I always use it for like the, mm, I don't know what to say. Mm. You know, <laughs> like I'm, I'm staring into the void right now and just looking past your text into the background. Like, that's that's my that's my favorite one right now. I like that one. I've never used that one, but I think it might might become a frequent of mine as well. <laughs> um, all right. So now that we've gotten the the easy palate cleanser out of the way, let's wrap up this episode with your thoughts on the beer industry, or what's going on, or what's coming up, or what you're excited about, what Creekside has to offer, anything you want to shout, plug, talk about. Let's do it now. We got. Uh, let's give it 10, 15 minutes. Oh man. You don't have to fill that. That's not what I meant by that. I just meant we got another 10 or 15 minutes that we can okay. record. And if you want yeah. to, we can, if not, if it's two minutes and you're done, cool, whatever. Okay. Uh, I'm trying to think what's new and exciting at Creekside these days. I mean, every week it's something different, really. Like, um, we're working on trying to, you know, get not only all, all of the new releases of all the different breweries that we have, and there's so many good, cool breweries in Pittsburgh, um, we're starting to see more out-of-state stuff as well recently, which is really exciting. Uh, Other Half has become a big staple at, in, at Creekside in the past few months as they've started to make a push into PA. Real um, quick, um, while, since you brought up Other Half, uh, do you guys see the hype still around those releases? Is it- it's, not as, it's not as crazy as it was the first time they dropped. The first drop, we sold 15 cases in less than a day. Yeah. As singles, not as four packs. Wow, which is crazy, right? That's nuts. That's. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess. I, I guess depending on how many beers you get, you guys got what eight or eight or twelve beers at, at it's that usually time. Eight, eight or twelve different brands. 
Um, some of them are like uh, the first drop. I think might have been all one of each of them, and it might have been more than that. Um, but a lot of them now that it's, it's people starting to decline cases or whatever, or they get less of one and more of the others. Um, we're doubling, tripling up on some of them. Like last time, we got three cases of the Green City, which is, which is great. Like, like it's a great beer. It's like the, 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 obviously like, sort of like their flagship beer, right? So, yeah. um, but still, we sold three cases of it as singles in a week. So that's the hype still, is I mean, still there. Yeah. Uh, other half is, is one of those breweries that even when they come to PA, I think it's going to be one of those that's still sought after, right? Like oh, they're, totally they're, they're opening that place in Philly in early 22, right? Like they're hiring staff now. I think their goal is to have that open by the, by the winter. Wow. That, yeah. And I mean, it, it was a built in place, right? It's the old goose. Island, yeah. Right? Yeah. Which is a, it's a big production facility, man. They're going to, they can make a lot of beer there. That's, that's incredible. And if there's one thing that I think other half does well, it's, it's spreading the love amongst their places, right? Like yeah. we went up to the one in finger lakes and I was totally unassuming of like what was going to be there, but they had a side project takeover that weekend. Like side project, oh. tri- side project is fucking nuts. Like that's, yeah. that's huge. Yeah. You can, like BBT might be the most sought after beer of all time. Probably, Other than yeah. like uh, uh, K- KBBC or whatever, you know, but uh-huh. like to have side project come in and pour beers at your Finger Lakes location out in the middle of fucking nowhere, New York, <laughs> that's, that's a big pull. And, and other half, I think they do it the right way. They, they make good beer on site. They make good beer for all of their locations. Mm-hmm. And like the stuff that they put into distribution is not because it sat around for too long or they didn't sell it. It's because they want people to understand that their brand is legit. No, absolutely. I mean, they, they, on top of brewing great beer on site, they do a really good job of being interconnected with a lot of other breweries. Like they're always doing collabs like across the country. You know, they do a lot of stouts with breweries like, like side and things like that. They, they do started, a lot. Of- they started the, uh, all together, right. Whenever, yeah, whenever them. the pandemic them, hit. Yeah. And, and that's, I mean, that's community based, right? That's, yeah. Hey, we're going to give you this recipe. If you want to brew it, let's fucking go. If not, just throw it away. We don't care. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) But that was, that was a big thing. And I mean, you see that across the industry with movements too, right? Yeah. And if you don't have the name to back it up, it doesn't necessarily mean that it's not as important, but it also says that like, this stuff can catch on and it can really do some good. No, absolutely. I mean, yeah, that was, that was a great idea they had with that. And it's cool how it sort of, you know, snowballed and then they did black is beautiful, which weathered soul started. Um, and yeah, it's, I mean, it's doing things like that, that you can have a lot of different breweries make the same beer with a little bit of their own twist on it. Uh, is a great idea and a way, great way to, you know, raise, raise funds for worthwhile causes. Um, so yeah, they have to cool shit like that all the time. And that's why they've, earned the reputation that they have. Um, and yeah, like I said, uh, the, um, they're, they're, with them pushing into, into distro and PA, I think it's because they're buying the Philly location. Yeah. Um, I think they're trying to sort of get their feet wet in Pennsylvania before they start making beer there. Cause I think when they start making beer in Philadelphia, they're going to be everywhere in Pennsylvania. You're going to see them at gas stations and shit. I bet. Yeah. Like not, yeah. maybe not right away, maybe not right away, but like, in the next year or two, I bet you'll see them at every store in the state. And I would hope, I would hope so. But also, they have a lot of product lines. I think that would do well in PA besides their yeah. beer, like the the seltzers that they do. 
Um, just their, like their standalone, like the beer that they make consistently, like all the time, like the daydreams and the, uh, the O beers and like that kind of like the all citra or all blank, whatever, Yeah, yeah, yeah. like that stuff. I, I feel like it really kind of lends to being a regular staple in not only their breweries, but also in like uh, bottle shops or, you know, yeah. your distributors and stuff like that. Like, I think it's a, a good idea. No, I totally agree with you. I mean, it helps when like your everyday beers are all like four twos, four threes, four fours and untapped, right? Exactly. They, they, we don't have to push a lot. You know, we, we post once that other halves here when we get a drop at Creekside and then it sells itself. <laughs> like, <Yeah>. We don't <laughs> need the two people's arm to buy this beer. Like they want the beer like, it's going before they can get to it. It's, and yeah, I'm sure, so. and, and I'm sure you have that that one customer that shows up two weeks later and goes, "Hey, do you still have any of that by chance?" Like, yeah, sorry. Dude. Yeah, <laughs> it's okay, Brian. We know. Like, yeah, you're just, like you know, every, that's you cool. Need to get, you need to get on on Instagram so you can see these posts. <laughs> yeah, when they come out. That that's my dad. Whenever he goes to like, uh, so my my parents live very close to the Hampton Beer Outlet, and I know they're kind okay. of a, a kind of a competitor, right? There's no um, beef. <laughs> no, no, no. I understand that. I'm not saying that. I'm kidding. But like, yeah. he 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 lives very close to there, so he goes there all the time. And he's like, "Man, I found this uh, brew gentleman Hundo, you know, last week or whatever." And I'm like, "Yeah, I had it three weeks ago, and it's fucking phenomenal." So yeah. like, but the the thing is, he's not on Instagram. He's not on Facebook. Right. He doesn't have a he doesn't have a social media bone in his body. Like. The the thing is, you you say Snapchat to him, and he goes, "What the fuck is a snap? You trying to what, what are you trying to do? You know." But, <laughs> uh, but the uh, the thing is, like these guys have a, a great social media presence. You guys included, like Creek, Creekside, absolutely is my favorite when it comes to social media because you guys really do a good job of engaging with your customers. Yeah, you do all the giveaways, you do all the TNT Tuesdays, the like everything about your online presence says that people should be visiting you even if they're not that close to you. So, I mean, it's obvious that, that you're, you're putting in the legwork for this stuff, but at the same time, if a beer is selling itself, it makes it even easier on you. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's not like I have to like post three times like, Hey, we still have other half. Hey, come get this other half. Hey, we have all this other half. Right. <laughs> Please come get this. Uh, yeah. There's, I mean, there's, there's things out there that like, yeah, like I know that a beer is, damn good and i can tell customers that but some of them are harder to sell than others other half is not one that i have to worry about it comes in as much as we can get and i'm like oh it, it'll be gone next week yeah you know, like there's yeah I, I never have to worry about us sitting on a lot of other half beer. right <laughs> now if i want to find uh you know great lakes christmas ale in march i know who to look for no i'm, I'm <laughs> kidding i'm kidding that's, that's, a, that's a jerk move um but you guys do like tastings every week and stuff like that too, which is, which is awesome. Like I know uh, for a couple weeks there, you guys had the food truck coming out and stuff like that. Like, are you still like gearing up to do that through the winter or like what's going on there? So the food truck thing sort of fell off the, the place that we were using for that infused bistro. Uh, they're great guys. They have a, um, a bar that they have they do like the beer stuff for down in Blonix as well. So they're sort of stretched thin. So um, they just don't have the time to come out and do Friday afternoons at the store, which is cool. Um, so it's really just been focused on the beer, um, doing those. So we're still, we're still planning on doing them through the winter. 
Um, since pre-COVID, we would do them at the front. Like, they'd be right when you first walk in the doors to the store next to the register. We'd have a little tasting table set up and everything. When COVID hit, that no longer became feasible, obviously. Sure, can't, sure. Can't people be congregating together, their masks off, drinking and everything. Uh, so we moved them outside for the, the warmer months that just stopped. We just didn't do them last winter. Um, as things started to cool down a little bit, though, we moved it from the front of the store where it's get, it gets very bottlenecked to the back, um, like by the garage door we have there. Uh, so we've been, that's been getting colder out. So having people stand out, you know, in the freezing cold weather. Um, we, just have, we have it at, um, in the store, but like sort of in the back where it's more spread out. You can still not get too close to people, and be, but... You know, can like drink while casually while you're shopping and everything. So no, we do intend to have tastings year round again as we used to prior to the pandemic. Um, and we'd love to have food trucks and everything, make it more like a full immersive experience. Uh, in the wintertime, it's going to be a little bit harder to do. Um, but we'd love to once we get into like, the warm months in, in like you know March, April, May, start to look at getting some different things like that involved. We talked about doing like. Have you ever seen those mobile axe throwing like vans or whatever? Yeah, 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 absolutely. So my co-manager, Tim, he used to work at Lumberjacks. He was like one of the regional managers for them. So he uh, he has like, a lot of connections with, with those guys still. So we'd love to like do that as like a thing sometime, you know, uh, you know, come have some beer and then on your way out, you, know, you can throw a couple axes, you know, like sort of get what that's all about. Maybe do like, uh, I don't know, we'll find something like, sort of like interesting, like tie in for that, but um, yeah, we're trying, always trying different things, talking about different ways to sort of make it different, you know? You can go, you can go buy your beer anywhere. What we want to do is want to make it like an experience, you know? Because we are sort of in, in, you know, off the beaten path. We're not, you know, we're in half an hour from the city. We're you know, not quite, you know, up north like Cranberry, Mars area. So we're sort of in the, in the middle there uh, in an area that you have to make a concerted effort to come see us. So we want to make it worthwhile for people to do that, you know. Yeah. You want, you want you want the customer service aspect to be great. We want to, you know people to enjoy coming there and talking to us, the staff. But like on top of that, you want they want you to have fun, you know. You want you to go grab, go try some free beers, you know. You know, grab food on your way out. Make it a make a whole day of it. You know, make it make it a cool thing to go do. Just come to Creekside. So um, we're always looking for different ways to do that. So if anyone has any ideas of things that we don't do that you'd like us to do. Uh, shoot me a DM. I'm a millennial. I'm on my phone 24 seven. So tweet <laughs> at us, DM us on Instagram or Facebook at Creekside Beer. Um, I will respond to you as quickly as I possibly can if I'm sober. <laughs> <laughs> that's 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 a good ending line there. I, I got to say, uh, you're, the spot is incredible. I mean, walking through the aisles there, it it really does have this like. You, you can find anything for anybody at your spot. I mean, realistically, that's that's really what it's about. I mean, I, obviously, you guys don't sell liquor because Pennsylvania's ass backwards when it comes to liquor. <laughs> but, you know, you want your wine, you want your beer, you want your craft beer, your local stuff, your, your out-of-town stuff that may be hard your to slushies, come by. You know? the, the slushies, yes, exactly. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, uh, and I don't want this to turn into commercial for Creekside, but also we love Creekside. Okay. And, the, and, and it's, that. it's definitely something that you should be experiencing. So yeah. get out to Creekside. Uh, they're on, they're out in Swickley. It's not that far of a drive for most people. 
Uh, if you're in the South Hills, just forget about it. Just stay in the South Hills. We don't care. <laughs> if you're uh, in the South Hills, <laughs> you make a trip, you know, go, go grab a couple beers at Union Brothers or Shoe Brew. And oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There. Perfect, perfect. Make a, whole, make a whole event of it. Make it a reason to come to you know, the whole way up north. Right. Because, yeah, you're not going to come there just for us. You right. Know? <laughs> no one's driving two hours round trip to come get a couple floor packs. <laughs> if you are, I love you for it. But I get it if you don't want to do Right, that. right. But, uh, and I mean, the thing is, like, you see the, the recommendations for bottle shops and craft beer places around Pittsburgh that aren't the brewery themselves. Creekside comes up. I would say number one in my, like just in my reading through posts on like fueled by hops on the Facebook in general, like it's you guys are making a name for yourself just in the fact that it's accessible and the beers that you have are of the, right market for people in the craft beer scene, right? Like you guys keep the stuff cold, right? You have a giant local shelf. You have the, uh, uh, I, I mean, you guys do a bunch of like promotions and stuff with like the discounted four packs and stuff like that. Yeah. But at the end of the day, if you're not moving it, you're not going to sell six month old IPAs and stuff like that either. Right. Like you guys yeah. have some integrity with it. And that's, that's what's baller about the craft beer scene is that you guys know that you're selling bad product at that point, right? Like, yeah, uh, we don't want to do that. <laughs> right. And, and I mean, I, and I understand it's a gripe of just overstocking, Right. But at the same time, like it, it's one of those things where if you have integrity about it and you're at least honest about it, Hey, you know what? We're going to give you a, a four pack for six bucks or something like that. That's, yeah. that's old. You know what you're buying. You know what you're yeah, getting absolutely. into. Like that's I'm not, you know, I'm not like sell you a twenty dollars four pack that is you know going to taste like shit. You right. know, I don't want to do that to you. <laughs> then you don't come back. You know? Right. Exactly. That's a shitty experience. Us, you know? So so the so. idea of a good experience is really what it's all about. I think that the the customer service aspect is definitely there. There's definitely a a, a, a pump up of the quality over the quantity. Yeah. The quality over the the choice. I I mean even like the variety isn't necessarily as important as long as you have quality product. Yeah, right? no, I totally agree with you. So, uh, I guess at this point we've definitely overreached my 15 minutes that I gave you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but again, Tyler, I appreciate you so much for coming on, man. You're, you're one of my favorites to, to have back on here. You guys do some excellent work at Creekside. Again, follow them at Creekside beer on Instagram. Uh, Facebook and Twitter. Uh, I'm constantly retweeting their stuff. So if you follow us on Twitter, sorry, uh, but number one, uh, but number two, DM them, talk to them, ask them if they're going to have something, ask them if they have something on, uh, on the shelf. This is the type of stuff. Like if I know that I don't get a dancing gnome release at the brewery, they're probably going to have it the next week or whatever the case may be. Like, it's not that they're not getting the rare stuff. They're definitely getting the rare stuff. They have, uh, they had BYS bottles. You guys had fucking 11th hours anniversary release the week after they had it available at the brewery. Like that's nuts to me. Like their beer is so fucking good. Why are you not selling out of this? But <laughs> the, the <laughs> idea is that people don't get it. So yeah, you can get it in your suburb. You can get it at, uh, at your local bottle shop. Go see them. 
I, I'm just so hyped about Creekside. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, all right. We're gonna so, hire you to do our marketing for us, dude. That's, that's, I, that's, I that's, can't. That's the best. That's, that's, that's the best. Uh, the best I've gotten of the store, man. I appreciate that. <laughs> no, but you guys are like seriously the nicest people. Like, I I don't know Tim personally, but when I was in there and you weren't there, and like it was just like a passing, like, oh yeah, I'm just uh, you know checking something out or whatever. Like, I I was picking something up. I forget what the hell it was, and like. Tim is super personal. Everybody yeah. that works there is just smiling. Like you guys are just happy all the time. You're talking about beer. You're excited about beer. That's, that's what you want. You know, I don't want to walk into a place and be like, where's the fucking Coors light, you know? <laughs> and the guy goes, uh, and I'm like, all right, that's cool. Whatever. You know, like, no, I want to be hyped about it. I want to be excited. And you guys are that Absolutely. way about everything. It's nuts. So I got to say Creekside definitely gets the weekly recap stamp of approval. Uh, but <laughs> as we're winding down episode, uh, this is 157. Uh, thank you, Tyler, for coming on. Number one, uh, number two, drink the cookie table, get your goddamn tickets. Cause if you didn't, you're an idiot. Uh, Tyler and I will be hanging out the first session. So if you're there, let's get Tyler plastered before he gets to this. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, not going to be a hard task. No, it's no, it's gonna not, but we're going to do yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna do our best to make sure he is super drunk for this one. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, again, fueled by hops. Uh, the weekly recap is the code that you can use for twenty percent off the merch. Uh, again, if you want to spend eighty percent for one hundred percent of stuff, use our code. It is the Jeez. best bargain in craft beer. I am not lying to you about that. They have some sick shit on their site right now. Uh, get yourself a lightweight hoodie. Get yourself a uh, T-shirt with a hood on it. They got hats. They got beanies. There's uh, some sick glassware available right now. Seriously, check that shit out. If you use the code and you review us on iTunes, I will send you a can of beer. Okay, just DM me, screenshot me, let me know that you did it, and I will send you a can of beer. It'll be a random can, and you will not get to pick it, but if you don't like stouts, just tell me you don't like stouts and I'll send you a haze or uh, if you don't like hazies, I'll send you a sour. If you don't like sours, fuck you. You're wrong. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. That's it. That's all I got for this episode. Uh, Tyler, let's, let's raise a glass here. Thanks man for coming on again. I, I really appreciate you and uh, cheers. Cheers, man. Thanks for having me. Hello, and welcome to the end of the podcast. You made it this far, so why not go and follow us on social media? At The Weekly Recap on Instagram. At The Weekly Recap 1 on Twitter. Or email us at theweeklyrecap1 at gmail.com. Hey.